the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings, investments, and your retirement uh, on the Max Out Savings Show. Our, our show is all about saving money and building up wealth. And, 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 and so that, that, that's why we, we start out the show really talking about the, the, uh, the, the, you know, our motto and philosophy, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That, that's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. It, it's the start of the new year. And so it's very important to, to really start building up uh, wealth, uh, to start saving money, and, 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 and make, the, make those plans uh, in order to do it, have a plan. Uh, and now's the time to come in and change your 401k match, your, your savings match, to try to get up to that level. Uh, to show, uh, long-term listeners of the show know this, but something where people that we really try to bring very complex issues bring them to you and to and to uh tell tell you where the world is going i i, I think we 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 you know we have a free max out savings report which we talk about savings investments retirement uh changes in retirement rules all types of stuff like that what we think some of the big picture things for the market We've had chief strategists of Wall Street firms get our newsletter. Uh, it's completely free. Uh, and, uh, you just go to maxoutsavings.com to get, <laughs> to get it. Maxoutsavings.com. But the reason I bring that up to you is, is that, uh, the, the, one of the things we do is we take complex issues, we make them simple. Uh, I, I have a, a theory that, that really what, what, most things are, are pretty simple. If you look at the way a lot of people do things, particularly very wealthy people, they, 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 they keep things pretty simple. They, they keep their, their investments. They're pretty conservative. They find something that makes money. They keep repeating it. Uh, they, 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 they're, now, look, they will love to tell you about some new high-tech stock or something uh, or an oil well they drilled or whatever that that you know, but that's for a small part of their money, <clears throat> you know. It, it, and, and and but they like talking about it. It's really no fun talking about treasury bonds. It's not no fun talking about high quality stocks sometimes. You know, it's a lot more fun to talk about some you know uh, tech stock or so, something that that you know that that's doubled in price in the last month or two. And but 
but that typically is a very small portion of their of their, por- of their portfolio. But the the other thing is that with with very high net worth individuals, they're they're they're, they're very good savers and they watch watch a dollar closely. You know, they they don't throw money around typically quite a bit. Uh, it, it, and these are the people that build up money, not people that that won the lottery or not people that that inherited money, but really the people that, that built it up. They, they they tend to have a plan to do it. They they oftentimes look at things pretty simply as well, uh, like we try to do on the show. They, if you look at Warren Buffett, if you go back and analyze Warren Buffett, and we've looked at Warren Buffett quite a bit, who value investors like he is, but Warren does a couple things. Uh, Warren Buffett tries to find companies with a moat around them, you know, so, somewhere where it's hard for someone else to get in and undercut the cut the other uh, the company's margin. So he knows he's got a long runway of earnings coming up. He looks for growth, of course. Uh, he he looks for a good deal. Warren Buffett, when things are bad, Warren Buffett's typically the guy that's in the middle up there, searching all over the place, looking looking for deals and, and making big investments. At the top of the market, you don't see Warren Buffett. He's real silent. He's selling stuff. But at the bottom of the market, when everybody is, is worried, he's in there seeing what type of deal he can get. Warren Buffett is also a master tax. I, I love Warren Buffett's comment. My secretary pays more taxes, higher percentage than me. Well, yeah, that's because you are the the greatest master. What he is the greatest at, it's not that he's the greatest investor, but he is the greatest master at avoiding taxes of anyone I've ever seen of, of a big investor. Warren Buffett, will, you know, he'll, he'll own a company and, and it goes up and up and he'd like to sell the company one day. So, so he will sometimes go to another company and offer to, to, to you know, get them to buy the other company out and, and, and so he can take stock in, in, in the other company and not have to pay any taxes on it. it, 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 it again, if you look at Warren Buffett, it's it's buy low, sell high, buy cheaply, uh, minimize your taxes as much as possible, and uh, and then come in and uh, and, and set up a uh, where was I on the third one? Set up a a, a situ you know a, a situation where where you, you want to motor around the company. But going back to that tax thing, it's not that Warren Buffett is touching taxes. Warren Buffett just knows the tax law. Warren Buffett takes advantage. Investors over time and stuff, and they do very—they're—they're 
forward-looking in the future. But all of them, in inevitably case, I mean, we talk to people that are just virtual rocket science geniuses at investing, and it many times comes down to the same thing. So, so what you have to understand, it's the start of the new year. You want to keep things simple. One of the best ways you can do that is you come in and you put in a uh, – you, you, you put in a, a a program that's simple that you can do. So you, what you do is you, you increase your savings. If you get a minimum of 10% plus the company match, uh, that's going to get you where you need to be for retirement. Typically, that's 3%. That's what the research has shown. So and then you conservatively invest the money. That is the key. Uh, we, we've been talking about on this show for the last couple of years at the era of the 60-40 uh, uh, investing where where uh, 60% is in is it indexed in the stock market with the majority of it in the S&P 500 and a small part overseas and maybe some small cap and mid cap and then and and then 40% in bonds in in the bond indexes is not the way to go uh, in an inflationary world yeah, the, the investing becomes much more targeted and, and, and it, 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 you, you, only certain things are going to work. Uh, last year, as we talked about in the show, look, it was one of the worst years for income investing for for for, for, for the sixty forty split in, in in U.S. history. I'm going to repeat that. Uh, last year was the worst for investing for the sixty forty indexing uh, group. That we've ever seen, and and why was that? It's because interest rates were at record low levels. You were getting no money in your bonds. Uh, they were in tech stocks, which we warned you about uh, this time a little over a year ago. Back in at the very end of nineteen, were grossly overvalued and were taking up an inordinate amount of uh, of capital weighting in the S and P five hundred. So people were invested in basically in 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 in, in, in super high price overvalued stocks. And, uh, and longer-term bonds into coming into an inflationary uh, spiral, and, and so, so that that that's where they, and they were unable to react because they were following a simple thing. But if you were if you were in the if you saw the inflation coming, and by the way, this is again, I you know I think one of the the, the talks on the show today is is uh, simplicity. You didn't have to be a rocket scientist to to see inflate. There was. Plenty of warning. As a matter of fact, the amazing thing was is is people going why why isn't Chairman Powell increasing rates? Oh no, rates are you know inflation is is at five percent. They're not doing and, and the Fed funds are at zero. They've got to do something. That was a negative five uh, percent real uh, uh, Fed funds, which is remarkably low. Why did he do that? Did he not look? Did did the Fed not think inflation was a problem? Yeah, they did. I, the more we look into this, the more we're convinced that the Fed. Okay, let me see what else we can do. 
lost my train of thought here, but the the, the, the situation is it was it, it wasn't the best thing to do. The sixty forty is is sixty forty worked great for the last twenty years, uh, maybe ten years, really with zero interest rates, with uh, with with peace in the world, with. Uh, yeah, with uh, really zero inflation. Oh, wait, will we ever remember, – remember those comments, will we ever get inflation above 2% in our lifetimes again? Hello. Uh, and, and so – but it doesn't work in this type of environment. It, it, Wall Street spends inordinate amounts of time running simulations and in, in, in different types of programs. They look at the last 20, 30 – in order to understand investing, you have to look at 100 years. You have to look at, uh, quite frankly, you probably got to look at 150 years. You go back through history in the in these people. You know, history rhymes. It, it, it's a circular thing. It's not a linear. I went to a, a really a brilliant uh, uh, investor. Uh, he was. He made the comment that the the, the problems when it comes with the Americans. Is it, it's not really a problem. It's probably the result of our our, our greatness, but. The um, Americans think linearly, so they think whatever's going to happen is going to continue to happen into the future. If you look at the compare to the Chinese, the Chinese think in circles. So the Chinese are always thinking, well, everything comes around in a little different way. I mean, is it Mark, uh, Mark, uh, Mark Twain or his, history doesn't repeat it rhymes? Or I'm not sure who that was. They, they sort of think like that. So they're always thinking, you know, they're always looking for at past history, they've got they've got like a thousand years of, of, of history there, so so they're able to sit there and think like that. We've got about 150. Well, we have to a 240 years. Yeah, well, so 245, 245 years of, of, of history in the United States, and, and, and so we we don't think we don't we we tend to think literally. So whatever trend we think is, is going to happen, it keeps happening. So if you look. Everyone just assumed the tech sector was going to go for the next 50 years as the economy grows and stuff, and tech is never going to go away, so this is where we'll be, and they build it up to high prices. But but things in, – inflation, we had the inflation. Inflation was never going to come back to above 2%. Again, well, if you look through history, his, history shows – and I've said this with inflation. You can go back 2,000 years and see some records on inflation. I'm going to th- think about that, 2,000 years. I mean, I've said this on the show. People do not understand the type of some of the, some of the uh, history that we have developed and, and the depth of it, uh, of, of the Roman and Greek times and other times going back through history. And, and, and so we're able to, to see that inflation is is is, is a uh, kind of a, it comes through cyclically from time to time, and, and so we're back in one of those times. So if you studied in, inflation, you understood what was going to happen was this inflation was going to start up, and when you increase the money supply by thirty over thirty percent, and 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 you start running trillion dollar deficits, it's pretty clear the inflation was going to get there, uh, in, in, and so that that's where we are with an inflationary world. Well, that world is not going to work. In, a, in in an environment of uh, of zero interest rates, and, and so once that once the inflation took off, then things became somewhat of a problem, and, and then you, you couldn't. It, it, the, the world has changed, and and the world has changed. The the world we were living in was low inflation, 
lower zero interest rates. Inflation was never coming back. China was going to take off over all the manufacturing. We're going to never have any factories in the United States of America. And that was just that was just the way it was going to be. Well, well, that's changed. I mean, we started to stand up to China. Our factories are coming back to the United States. Uh, there's a Wall Street Journal article. We're spending $200 million on a $200 billion over the next 10 years or so on a number of, of chip the semiconductor chip plants to bring them back to the United States of America. The the, the inflation is coming back. You get, when you have seven percent inflation, you can't have a zero Fed funds, which means the era of low interest rates is gone. So 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 we we had interest rates peaking. We were buying. Uh, you could buy back bonds in the eighties at twelve thirteen percent for ten years. They went down to point zero five percent. I think that was in twenty twenty. Or something like that. It, it didn't really break that till 1980, the early 1980s, 1981, 1982, 83, somewhere in there. That, the market went nowhere for a day over a decade, and so here we are. So if you're sitting in that in that S and P 500 index fund, you're making no money for a decade. How many people are listening can let their can let their retirement plan do nothing? For, for a decade, and most retirement plans will collapse at that point. So, so, so it's important to be in the right stuff and understand the world today. I, it, it's, so, why don't what you understand? It's going to take a different type of investing today th- than it was in the past. It, it's it's going to be it's going to be much more targeted. It's going to be more broad based. It's going to be more foreign foreign investing. It's going to be in in commodities. Uh, the the other thing that we've talked about in this show, yeah, last year, you know, we had an outstanding year last year in the market. It was one of the worst, as we said earlier. This is one of the, the I think the, the the third or the fourth worst stock market in in the last hundred years, and we we, we did phenomenally well. Uh, we you know we talked about the importance of of commodities in, in a portfolio. When when the Russia war started, we were on top of this probably as good as before almost anybody else out there saying, look. How many? How many? How, what percentage of the world's commodities come from the Ukraine, from Russia, and then maybe toss in Belarus? And, and uh, the, the percentage of the world's phosphates, uh, yeah, fertilizers. The percentage of the wheat coming from uh, coming from Ukraine and Russia. The percentage of oats. Uh, Russia, Russia, and uh, was the uh, number three or four big, uh, three or four, depending whether it was gas or oil or producer in the world. They're being cut off. Uh, so this was a complete game changer. The, the look, looking out, uh, uh, the most in the monetary world, the biggest change in 
2022 was a huge year. The biggest change in, 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 in the monetary world since probably Nixon took, uh, took the U.S. dollar off of the, gold, off of the gold happened last year. Do you know what it was? It was the sanctions on the war with Russia. And we said uh, as soon as they did it, this is going to create a bifurcated world for the, for, for, for in the monetary world because you can't have you can't have a, a, a world reserve currency out there and then have a central bank running things. But if if you get in, it, 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 not if you go to war with with that country, but if, if 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 the country, if you go to war with some other country, and 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 and, and the United States doesn't like it, they're going to confiscate your foreign exchange reserves, which is what they did to Russia, and they froze them. At that point in time, the U.S. ceased. It didn't cease being the world's reserve currency. We are, but at that point in time, it set in motion the program. For basically Bretton Woods three, which is going to be the breakup in uh, a reshuffling of the currency system, because no no country in the world, even if there are allies, can really afford to have all their eggs in one basket, because uh, they could, they could sit there and build up a huge amount of wealth over a decade or two, have a big chunk of it at the central bank, and then and then a, a dispute break out and the money get confiscated. Nobody is going to no one's going to allow that, and and, and so. What that was a gift to China, so China pops up like a jack in a box with their petro yuan and the Chinese currency of yuan, and said, "Look, we'd like to buy oil in, in yuan," and now Saudi Arabia is, is 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 agreeing to do that to some extent, which which is hurting because all the oil transactions used to be in the dollars. That's what the brilliance of what our our our, our the people before us came up with to work with the Saudis, which made the dollar the reserve currency. Well, you know. Uh, by Joe Biden went over to Saudi Arabia, <laughs> and what did he do? He gives the guy a fist bump because he doesn't want to look too friendly because some journalist got killed, and and he basically insults the the, the 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 crown prince, and it makes it real clear they better fall in line or else. Well, the Saudis are like, hmm, we better you know we better you know see who else our friends are out there, and so 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 they're now talking you know they, they, they're 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 purchasing they're selling. Some of their oil in the, in the petrol yuan, which again is is going toward the breakup of the dollar. This is not good for the dollar long term. That was one of the most seminal events in monetary history. Was when Joe Biden did that. I mean, for what reason? I understand Putin's a bad guy, but but I put the difference between myself and Joe Biden. I put the I put the 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 the, the United States and the people of the United States and the future of the United States ahead of every other country. Joe Biden is a globalist. You know, he's thinking big picture, and, and the U.S. is pretty far down the, the, the pecking. We're about even with Mexico, evidently, with our open border. And so so what, what I'm telling you all this because I want you to understand that it's a different world. You've got to invest your, 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 your money in a different way going forward. Uh, so, so companies, countries are looking at this and going, hmm, what are we going to do? Well, we still like the United States. We want to do business with the United States, but, you know, we better just have kind of a – you know, maybe maybe have an alternate plan in place just in case. That plan is the plan is is the uh, is is you know doing business with the Chinese, and so we're having a real. I mean, this is I, I, you know, I don't I don't think the Biden administration has been clear at all with with this part of Ukraine. But this is not about some freedom fighters in the Ukraine, a bunch of innocent. Yeah, you know, there's blame on all sides of this issue. The United, 
take it out, then the Chinese and everyone else is going to be afraid to stand up and everyone's going to have to fall in line to this new global leadership. So this is this is a much bigger picture. It's much more strategically thought out. Nobody bumbled into this and wow, we had no idea routine. This is all part of a plan. Uh, you know, we, we just had uh, one of our defense secretaries say, "Look, we've got you know probably six months, and we're going to have to start making decisions on how how much more we're going to draw down our munitions, which you know which is more important, the United States and Ukraine. I mean, that's a horrifying thing to say." That, that basically we're drawing down our munitions because one of the things the Ukraine war has proven is, is you know all these tactical battle strategies and in, 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 uh, uh, war, war, warfare think tanks have running all these strategies based on the the uh, the uh, the Iraqi war one and two, Kuwait, uh, you know Libya, Afghanistan. You know, none of our none of them looked at. They didn't really. I, I won't say they didn't look at it, but. You know, they didn't really think through the idea. Whoa, we could have we could have a war that goes on for what is the war going on for uh, nine, nine, ten months now? And every week they're they're shooting off as many artillery shells as we're producing in the United States in a year. Think about that. So. Not every week, but a lot of weeks. So what, what, what we're, we're pulling down all our munitions. Well, if we get into a war with with uh, with, you know, that really turns into a, we don't have the munitions to, to, to go through it. Uh, you know, if you get into a big war with China or something, you know, we've already pulled down huge amounts of, of all types of missiles and, and, and howitzers and, and guided, guided uh, artillery shells and everything else for the Ukraine. You know, it, it, the more you look at this, I mean, China basically is just letting us run down all our munitions before they go into Taiwan. So, so these, these are these are big issues. These are geopolitical big issues. People, money managers aren't used to doing that. They don't know what to do. They, you know, they, they, all they, most of them have basically been shadow, you know, shadowing the S and P 500 for the last 10 years and not really doing a darn thing. Well, this is why they all lost so much money last year. Because in a world today, it's not just corporate earnings going up every year. And if we do get a little bump in the road, some type of recession. And deal with some of these issues. 
And I, th I think we've been able to do that here today. And by the way, we're going to run, run the program through without the commercials uh, and uh, a technical issue there. So we, it shouldn't be a problem. Y'all get more of it. But you can call in to 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. We'll try to get some of your questions answered uh, as, as well. Uh, but I, I want you to understand it's a different world. And by the way, if you need some help, uh, you can go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. If you'd like, I'll, I'll set up an appointment with you, and we'll sit down and show you how we manage uh, funds at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're here in Houston, Texas. And this is a local company, and uh, I, you know, I'd like to help you out if, uh, if, if, we, if, you think, if they're thinking like we are. By the way, at a minimum, sign up for the free report. We're going to be putting our next report out here any, uh, probably uh, next week. And I was really busy starting the new year. Uh, but it's a completely free report. You're not going to get a phone call or anything. Uh, really, we, we stay very busy. We've got a lot of stuff to do. And, and we just put this report out to help you out with retirement to understand the world today, how things are changing, and, and, and how, to, how to save aggressively and invest conservatively. It's all in the free max out savings report. Uh, what else do we have? I wanted to... Uh, I can see that, but it was the happiest, which is really fascinating. 
fascinating. Uh, outdoors is number two. Is someone else's house, interesting, someone else's house is number three. Uh, going through uh, uh, the, uh, okay, then they have bicycle vehicle if you're the passenger. Now, uh, the way underneath that is the vehicle if you're the driver. It surprises me. I don't know. When I'm driving, it seems like sometimes people complain about my driving, but we won't go there. Uh, so I would, you know. Uh, the, the the least happiest places, uh, number, the, the second worst happiest place was uh, your workplace, which is again, <laughs> and I think, I think that goes to stress levels. I think of having to perform and, and stuff. Uh, the the uh, it, it's interesting. People that are their own bosses tend to be happier. So I, it's, I think it begins to go through. The, the most unhappy place to be is on Earth to be is guess what that is. This is interesting. The bank and and which is really fascinating to me. Uh, you know, I was. Uh, you know, I think that's got to do with people nervous whether they're going to get a loan or not. So some of the banks, you know, I, I go into a, yeah, I was in Wells Fargo the other day, and it's like you go inside and it's all bulletproof glass everywhere. But then you go to a frost bank, and the frost bank is a little more laid back. Uh, you know, they have like a policeman inside, helps you out, opens the door, offers you a cookie, and 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 then but there's no bulletproof get, uh Glass, and so it seems like it's a much more relaxing place than if you're going into somewhere where they have bulletproof glass. I think in the back of your mind, you're kind of thinking, hmm, you know, why is that here? You know, what's going to happen to me? Um, so I think it actually increased, increases the level of stress. I mean, and nowadays, truthfully, you know, they just give them the money anyway, and they walk out now. They, you know, you're not sure there's actually going to be an investigation by the police. But, uh, but, that, but it, it, it's interesting. Activity was stressful, but it wasn't. They they seem to be a little more happy there. But anyway, so th those are just some ideas. Uh, sports was number two. So when people are doing things and they're around people, they seem to be much more happier, which is which is interesting. Just just some thoughts there. What else do we have here? We had a question on the. We had a question on uh, missing RMDs. Uh, Fifty percent of of the uh, of the uh, let's see here. RM, the RMD rules changed for this year, uh, and uh, we had a question on the show on this. They went down to twenty five percent if you missed your RMD for uh, for twenty twenty two, and it's it's it's. That, that if, if you can get it by the end of the year, it's only 10%. So this this is a, a good change because the, the R&Ds tend to be pretty stressful for people. People tend to, to forget them, and, and it becomes an issue. 
so, so there's a change in the RMDs. Uh, uh, for, for, for 2023, also RMDs, which is required minimum distribution, started age 73, so they're going up as well. And the taxes, the, the, the taxes uh, were uh, the tax brackets were adjusted this year as well for the inflation. So, so those are some of the bigger changes for, for 2023. But we had a number of questions in the show uh, last week, and we didn't have a chance to get over to check it. So the penalty for the RMDs this year is 25% with uh, 10% if you can make it, if you get it in there pretty quickly. So it's kind of clear that you made a mistake and corrected it immediately. Uh, that, that That's something that they're going to look at. That, that's been a pretty stiff rule for a long time. And uh, so, so that that's good news there. The uh, another interesting story came out that uh, Tesla reduced some of their uh, car, some of their cars up to twenty percent the sales cost of cars. And a friend of mine is a big Tesla bull, and we've had discussions on Tesla. We don't own Tesla, but uh, it's the. You know, they cut the price 20%. And this is something we, we I talked to them about is everyone took this, the stock went down, everyone took this as a big negative. But I, I, I don't think it was. I, I think the people are, are misreading Elon Musk. Uh, two reasons. Uh, the, you know, the, uh, the, the new tax bill, the, the, the bill they passed last year uh, put in place a $7,500 tax credit if you buy an electric vehicle. It's $80,000. The vehicle could be no more than $80,000 if it's an SUV or a truck or $55,000 if it's a car. So most of Tesla's cars were above that. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't an accident. They just got just un, just just underneath where Tesla's car price was. So so what Elon Musk did is he went in and cut the price. <coughs> he cut the price uh, under to, uh, under to like fifty two thousand five hundred for the Model Y and uh, and, and, and the other one to try to get them down. Uh, to underneath underneath the fifty five thousand, so you can get the seventy five hundred dollar taxi. So if they if he cuts the price five thousand dollars and you get seventy five hundred, that's a huge drop. But why else did he do that? And this year twenty three is when a whole bunch of new electric cars are coming out. Well, what Elon Musk did, he pretty much had the market to himself, so he kept the price of his cars up. But once the, all the new cars came in, he he adjusted. He cut the price to compete with them, and this, this, I mean, this. Elon Musk is is probably five years ahead of everybody else out there to this day, and so what he's doing is, as these other people come in, he's cutting the prices. He's going to put a bunch of new. Probably he's going to come out with a bunch of remodels pretty quickly, and and and, and again change change the thing uh, 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 on the car world. So I, I I don't think that's as big a negative as everyone else is saying. We view this as look. He's he's moving it down. He probably knew the whole time that was going to happen, and, and he moved it down to get that $7,500 tracks credit and compete very efficiently against everyone else out there. And so if you could have a Ford, you know, a Ford Mustang uh, SUV, or you can have a, a Tesla, you know, most people are going to try to probably go with the Tesla. They've got the best name recognition out there. Uh, so so anyway, so that that's something that, that that's been very interesting there. Now, looking out going forward, wh what do we do with the, the markets? Again, let's review the numbers. 18, um, about 19% were 
uh, decline in, in the S&P 500 last year, close to 30%, over 30% in, in the NASDAQ. The bond market was down about 12%, the worst, actually the worst neither since the 1970s, or a lot of people say it's the worst bond market returns in the history of the United States. Uh, wh- wh- where are we going to go from here? And uh, the, the consensus has been is, is we're going down big into the first half, and, and then the second half is is going to be much better. Uh, you know, looking at this market, uh, we think the trend in commodities is going to continue. We think oil and gas is going to continue. We sold one of our oil. We didn't sell one of our we, – we paired back the position of one of our oil and gas stocks. So it's really getting to be a pretty good-sized portion the, the second or third time we've done it. We've done really well with it. And uh, we don't like the sector. We like the commodity sector. don't have as much uh we don't uh you know the, the savings rate is going down and and we're seeing a lot of layoffs here so the u.s is slowing uh on the positive side we have the factories in the united states doing pretty well uh, uh we're, we're putting removing the factories back to the united states which is called reshoring in the factories we talked earlier about the show 200 billion dollars being spent uh, over the next couple of years three or four years five years on semiconductor plants. We have other plants coming into the United States. Uh, there's a story in the Wall Street Journal how companies here are using uh, 3D printers to print specialized uh, parts and stuff so they don't have to get them from China. Uh, so there's a lot of positive things happening there. Uh, China is re- look, China's reopening. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't, again, take the, the rocket scientists we were talking earlier on the show to sit and look and go, hmm, in the United States, when they reopened from the COVID, uh, the economy boomed. It's going to be the same thing, I think, in China. There's a lot of – there's $4 trillion worth of pin-up additional savings in China right now, and, and so I think that's going to get spent. Uh, you know, did, did the protest uh, – you know, force Xi Jinping's hand. Now, look, I think the R not factor on the new COVID is so 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 uh, so high. The R not factor is just the level it spreads. Uh, you know, versus some colds, or you know, if 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 if, if it's low R not factor, that means it doesn't spread very much. So if you know, if you've got an R not factor of of, of uh, you know of three, that means you maybe three people get it if you get it. But if the R not factor is eight or ten, that means eight or 
was talking about earlier on the show. I mean, I, I don't think the Biden administration has been real clear that we're at war with China. I mean, it's pretty clear to everyone that's watching this that the U.S. is. And, you know, their strategy is we're not going to put any troops in there. So we're really not at war, but we're going to give them whatever they need. It's basically a, a mer- we're using a mercenary force to, to you know, to fight the to fight the Russians and claiming we're not at war with them. I, and so, but, but, but in a wartime and economy, economies tend not to slow down into deep recessions and they tend to be more inflationary. So you've got China reopening, you've got the wartime and you have the reshoring of products. So we're not looking for a big decline in the economy this year. Now, the caveat is if we get an external event, which we could happen, uh, which there's a number of them out there which we look at and run different different scenarios on, then then you can see some real problems. And, and I think that's the wild card this year. I think the probability of an external event happening this year are probably materially bigger than, than I, I'll say, 80% of the time, 80, 85% of the time. It's a pretty high level. And, and, and so... You need to understand that, that 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 there are these risks in the system, but all things being equal, with no external event, it shouldn't be too tough at all. So, so looking looking out, uh, I think that's what that's what we're looking at here. So we are seeing some earnings slowing. The big banks are kind of preparing for recession. They're not in bad shape financially. Uh, they, we, 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 the, the government was very tough at them, and they uh, straightened up. And, and set aside a lot of capital for any potential problems. But, but, but this is sort of what we're looking at in here right now is, 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 is the situation in the market. Now, as what we say when we started talking about this, we said, look, the, the consensus on Wall Street is that in the beginning of the year, it's going to be bad, and then that second half of the year is going to be good. Well, the, the problem with that is that it really seemed to be a consensus out there. If everybody's saying it, You know, uh, going up because I think I think that's probably the easiest pain trade is really that is is just to force force if the market starts going up a lot of these these investors in Wall Street people are gonna are gonna panic and put money in. I think the riskier trade is going to be later in the year. Riskier time frame for your time is going to be March, April, May time frame. Uh, Dan, I think you got to be real careful. Uh, that that March April that 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 that's going to be when we're likely to see some action with Russia, which we're really concerned about and watching very closely. Uh, the, uh, Tucker Carlson mentioned we're spending more money in the uh, 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 sending more money to to the Ukraine to support them than we are in our infrastructure in the United States, which is just uh, just an extraordinary statement. And think we could double infrastructure spending in the United States? I mean, and that maybe change the United States for the better, which which is is what we'd all like to see happen. But but the, 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 these 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 issues are out there. So, so this is the one that we want to watch. We also want to watch what's going to happen with China. They're going to do something with the uh, with the uh, Taiwan and, and and how you know what is the situation of the European banks. But, but those are all different things. So 
so in this type of world, what do you do? I think there's some opportunities. Uh, I, I think, again, we said commodities. Uh, we've been a little longer term bonds in here because we, we think we're getting a bond rally. To, 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 by that means interest rates are going to fall. Remember, when bonds rally, when interest rates go up, bond prices fall. When, when interest rates go down, bond prices go up. This is why last year, inflation went up to 9%. Interest rates started going up. And then, and then the bond prices fell. Hence, we had the worst bond market in the last, uh, you know, basically history of the United States when you pay. <laughs> One thing you need to remember about a bond, once you sit there and purchase that bond, that's your yields you're going to get no matter what. And there was a lot of people purchasing bonds at one, two, three percent in a nine percent. And when the world it became a nine percent inflationary world, those things weren't worth very much, and 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 they sold off in price. You're not if you get a stock, you might get a takeover. Uh, it's even worse than a bond if you get if it gets taken over. Typically, it's downgraded. So there's really not any upside. So with bonds, you've got to be pretty. You got to be pretty good. You got to research your bonds carefully. We've been, you know, knock on wood. We've been very fortunate over the last, you know, I'll say uh, 20 years, really, with bonds. I mean, even before that, I mean, we 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 try to. We've got some, got some secrets we work with. Not really secrets, but some rules we kind of work with on the bonds. And and and, and we're always remembering. You know, we we want to get our money back. Number one on a bond in. And then we try, and then the second thing is we want to try to get, we want to get a good return, but we got to get our money back. And so it's kind of a balancing act. And you got to figure out which way is inflation's going and is a bond, you know, you want to trade a bond or you want to hold the bonds long term. Uh, when, when there's a crisis, you know, we've are, some of our very best returns in a crisis have been in from the bond market. It, it's, it, it's, uh, I, I noticed, uh, 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 was a uh, Drucken Miller, Stanley Drucken Miller, said the same thing. He said he's a stock investor. He says, "Do you buy bonds?" He goes, "No." He goes, "Well, no. Unless if in a crisis, I buy the bonds because you get the good returns. The key is you always want to get the returns. I mean, if you're locking in money for two percent for ten years, that's all you're getting for ten years. But if you could lock up money for you know maybe eight or nine years and get Eight eight and a half percent. That's a pretty good return. I mean, that's pretty much stock market returns, pretty well guaranteed. Uh, you know, if you get, if you've got a good bond, that's 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 a really good strategy to get. And, and so, but anyway, so, so what what I want you to understand is, is 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 it's a different world out there. Foreign investing. Look, the dollar's been very strong, so there are opportunities in in the foreign in the foreign markets now. Uh, I think the dollar over the long term is going to go down, and if it does, your your investments in foreign foreign stocks and bonds will do better. The the, the, key, the thing you must understand it's not easy to buy foreign bonds. Uh, it's easy to buy foreign bonds, but foreign bonds denominated in in in, in the local currency is tough. That's a much tougher game. You should probably should leave that to professionals because you got to figure out what what the, whether the yield's worth it, whether the company can pay you back, and then you got to catch the currencies at the same time. Uh, because if you know if if, if you're getting if you're getting six seven percent a year on the bond, that's great. But then if the currency drops twenty percent, you're down pretty quickly. So. But there's different ways. But but I think foreign foreign we're, one thing we're going to be looking at this year is increasing foreign investments. Uh, 
uh, and, and we'll be talking more about that in the future. But but all of these things, again, for, for 2023, to kind of – what are we talking about here? Again, commodities, <clears throat> wartime economy <clears> – <throat> let's review this. Wartime economy continues. Inflation is slowing, but it's continuing. It's coming in at, at 5 6%. That does not mean that when they say inflation is falling, no, that is a lie. What's that? Repeat that. I'm sorry. Okay, thanks. Uh, inflation is not falling. It's it, 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 it simple. The rate of increase inflation is slowing. It's a difference. If inflation was falling, we'd see a negative two or three percent inflation. That's not what we're getting. So the so your inflation's going up. It's the rate of inflation is going up is continuing, but the prices are still going up. They're not going up as quickly. So anyway, so we're seeing wartime inflation. We're seeing reshoring of jobs. Uh, we're seeing uh, uh, geopolitical risk. What do you do in that type of world? Commodities, precious metals, uh, short to midterm bonds. If you can get a good deal, midterm bonds, not long-term. Now, we have a long-term position for a trade right here, but, but uh, wouldn't buy it here. Uh, also, foreign opportunities. BM1070. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.